Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There we are, we are live. Let me get rid of this little thing. Hi everyone, uh, welcome. I am so excited to spill the tea. Look at my notes from Lori Rowe. It's like, she's, it's like quote after quote. I was so inspired by reading this. Like I was just reading out loud to the team. I'm like, oh my God, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. I cannot wait to chat with her, but first we have a lot of other things to chat about. Hello, Anna, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, we both got the blue memo. I know I was saying that I'm like oh my goodness well that's okay I, I think we both look great in blue so we'll just call it that blue day <laughs> I love it yeah uh how are you how's the group like what's going on we're we're week 10 I know people are stressing out they're, they're future tripping about what's going to happen and at the same time we want them to show up keep capitalizing it's such an important time where everything is called coming together plus we're phasing people off the basic food plan we just introduced back on track it's just like it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot so what's happening where are people at where are they what are they saying it is a lot. Um, uh, there is all the things that you just said, pretty much they're saying, um, and that were kind of in my mind. Um, number one, I think back on track came at the perfect time um, after our celebratory weekend. Yeah. I think we all could use a little bit of back on track for those who kept on great. But I mean, you know, I think, you know, it was a great weekend is, is yeah. all I have to say. So I think that it went really well. Yeah. I think um, in just my, personally, you know, with going through the group and, and talking to everybody and seeing the reports and all that stuff, I just, I think that there is, this is the time where if people didn't get the results as fast as they expected to, I think that they're really, you know, nervous about that. So just like freaking out about next steps and yeah. how long am I going to be doing this and where are my results? And you know, and this is where I just want to scream at the top of my lungs and be like, this is where it all is good. And it's all coming together. Just like you said, just now, um, you know, you really, you need to finish strong, finish strong. I know I said this last week, but honestly, you have to finish strong because this whole group, there's a reason why every week leads into the next leads into the next. Yes. And I found so many of my changes happen at the end and not only at the end, but even after the, the group was done, I was really noticing more of those physical changes. Like I've said before, I was like small increment loser, you know, blah, blah, blah. I never really had much like huge changes here and there, but I did find that it, it lasted a lot longer and it really like played off the momentum from the group. Yeah. Um, so this is the time to finish strong, you know, like to try not to use that back on track if you can keep that momentum going and, you know, just finish these last last few yeah. weeks and just get it done you know yeah i uh we, we just had a conversation with the app team because they're always working like full-time on the app designing things and they're like we've had a bunch of people reach out and they want to like reset the app back i guess you've introduced back on track and they want to reset and go back but some people want to go back weeks and i'm like no like what no like just because it's not perfect if you've been tracking it in your app you got to own that shit and keep moving forward you don't get back to redo it i said you know what People who do that, they're just going to keep coming back and asking you to reset it again and again and again, because it's all about following through and finishing. And it's such diet mentality 
to be like, well, I just need to start again, or I need to go back and do it perfectly. Or it's easy to say in hindsight to go back and be, I could have done this. I should have done that. The thing is you've been showing up and you've been doing the best you possibly can. And that is perfect. That that's, what's perfect. The way you've been doing it is perfect because it's the way that you are doing it. And it's way better to keep the process moving forward. Going back is just messy. And there's so much to be said for your soul and busting through your belief system. If you, if you've started a diet again and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, then you definitely don't want to restart this process again. You want to follow through and finish it because then what you're going to know is that you followed through and you finish, and then you can follow through and do the next time and finish and follow through and finish. You're going to get there. And I know some people are like, well, I didn't lose as much as I wanted to. Well, I'm the one who made the rules. I'm the one who said it's three months. It's 12 weeks. This is the start date. That's the end date. You know, it's like, I'm the one who did that. And you guys are trying to fit in that little box. And so life is going to happen to you and it's going to smack you in the face a lot of different ways along the way. And the reality is most people are not going to reach their weight loss goals in the, in, in the 12 weeks that we have, they're going to have to keep showing up. And I know this because so many people, when they come into the group, they're like, well, if it works so well, why do we get, why do people keep coming back? If everyone loses their weight in the program, how come they keep signing up? Well, it doesn't occur to them that some people are going to need more time than others to reach their weight loss goals. Right. So that's really that, that's that diet mentality. There was a woman on Instagram yesterday who was like, um, Oh, I tried, I was like 90% in, I tried for a month and I just didn't get any results. So I quit. And I said, well, you're not going to get any kind of lasting results only doing a month of the program. And she's like, well, isn't it reasonable for me to assume that, you know, I should be losing one to two pounds a week in that first month. And I'm like, no, I <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Nobody said that. Yeah. No one said that. I said to the point that we don't even, we're not even, the focus isn't even on weight loss in those few first few months. And I know it's a harsh reality. Some people don't want to hear. The reality is, if you ain't losing weight in the first few months, you're a hot fucking mess. Excuse the F bomb. Your body's been probably starved and deprived and neglected, and you're so disconnected, right? It's about building that strong foundation. And trying to lose all your weight in a month is like trying to build a roof on your house when you don't have any walls. Like, do you know, and this is such yeah. a process. This is why I'm so excited to like, Lori talks about how she'd done the program, you know, a few different times. Each time she, it was a totally different experience. She lost the beginning one. She lost in the middle one. She lost in the end once. And now it really truly is so much more than just weight loss. And what she was able to accomplish after what she's been through, it's just like, there's no reason why anybody here can't lose their weight. It's yeah. just, you're on that road. It's going to take the time that it takes, but the, the, this, the same conversation and we'll have it a million times. And we're more than happy to have it a million times. The same conversation at the end of the program. Well, there's not enough time for me to lose my weight. I'm so disappointed. I'm so frustrated. If you just keep showing up for the next three three weeks and you put your heart and soul into this process and you finish strong, I guarantee you will not be saying that at the end. You will not be saying that. And every single person has reached their goals, no matter how long it takes, has told you it would tell you it was worth it. It was worth the time and energy and they're able to reflect back and they're able to see why it took so long and how important it was that they just kept showing up. And they stuck with it. You want your finally and forever kind of weight loss that you're not going to look back. You get to literally move on for the rest of your life. You got to keep doing it until you reach that goal and you got to put in all the time and energy and do it the right way, you know? So woo! yeah, and don't look back at the end of the day. Don't look back. Like, listen, everybody saw, like literally saw me have my crossroads, this group where I was like, I had to reestablish my why yeah. I wasn't doing all the things yeah. I felt. I felt confident that I was doing all the things, but I really wasn't doing all the things. And I feel like that now in retrospect, I feel like I haven't been doing the things for a little bit. 
Yeah. So now that I did that, I have been doing the things that I'm confident in that I'm doing all the things. Um, but I don't go back. Like, I'm not going to go back and be like, oh, well, you know, I didn't do, you know, the first, let's say six weeks. I don't remember when I did that, but let's say the first six weeks where I kind of dropped the ball here and there, I'm not going to go back and redo that. I'm going to move forward and I'm going to just, you know, own it from now. And what I did then is what I did. And that was the foundation that I've made. And now I'm going to move forward. And if it doesn't take me till the end of this group to reach my goal, it's going to take me to the end of next group. And at the end, I can only be accountable for what I'm doing. You know, if I'm doing all the things and I'm confident that I'm doing all the things, then my body is going to respond. I have to have trust in that. It already has respond, you know? Yeah. Back to Lori, because, you know, I've been following Lori's progress for a while and I see the questions and comments that she makes. And of course we've, we've highlighted her before. Um, and I'm like, what is with her trust issues? Like, what is, what is with her trust issues? Like, it's like, she doesn't trust herself. Like, I'm like, you got this, you know, this, like, what is she even talking about now? And now after kind of reading this with like fresh eyes, I'm just like, oh my God, no wonder she doesn't have the trust issues. I was also thinking today, you know, so many times in my life, I thought I was like, I was deserving. I worked hard and I would, you know, like work towards things again, thinking I'm doing all the, all the things. And then in hindsight, I look back and I'm like, oh girl, you were not doing the things. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what? Come on. Like, yeah, you wanted it done. Yeah. Like you've doing the work you've been putting in a long time. You deserve this. I think this goes back to our very first science Saturday post, which is the psychology of effort because we want it so bad. We constantly think about it. I'm making my notes. I'm visualizing like I should get this already. Like I thought where I am now, I thought I would have been there 10 years ago. And now I'm thinking, oh my goodness, like, thank God it wasn't 10 years ago. I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared. I had small children. There's no way I could have done what I'm doing now, 10 years ago, you know, like, it's just like, yeah. And maybe that's, maybe that's why the second round and like the subsequent, subsequent rounds are so much of a mental game. The first round, because we don't really know what we're coming into. Right. So you're, you're coming in and you're like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to do the things I'm going to do what I could do. You see results pretty quickly. Like I think like if you really are doing the things and following the, the, Thing, you, you see results like at least you feel at the least you yes, feel so non-scale right. victories feel yeah. good about yourself yeah. sleep well have good bowel movements you know at least yes. right yes. yeah um so you have that and so you're just like oh, okay I'm doing great I'm doing great okay I'm gonna go into my second round everything's great and then it's like oh now I know what's coming so now I have to actually reevaluate what I'm doing here I can't just be like, oh, I don't know. So I'm just going to keep flying and with, with the group, you know, whatever. It's like, you really have to read those things. You really have to do those things and you're not, you, you, you have to push yourself, you know, you have to push yourself to the limit. So maybe that's why it ends up being a bit more of a mental game, you know? Also, I think like they, people could be, it be, could be, if it's, this is your first time around, you know, you are like really wanting to work on your mind body connection. You're bringing that sense of awareness. So probably a lot of that mental work is really starting to creep in, you know, it's really starting to creep in, especially because I know people, they pull out the calendars and this is what their expectations were. And, you know, they're putting all of this pressure, the all, and I've not said this, this entire group, but the only person putting pressure on you at the end of the day is you. Do you know what I mean? Like really, and people put a lot of pressure on themselves at this part of the program to do really well. And when the reality is you're already doing well, if you are here, 
you're already crushing this whole process. If you're still showing up, if you showed up today and you are here, like you're already crushing it, no matter how well you did last week or, you know, the last week's tweet, like it doesn't, like it's not perfect, right? And the fact that you're still here is just a better reason to just keep moving forward and follow through nice and strong and finish, finish strong because it's just going to be so good for your soul no matter what you're doing next group. Um, issues in particular with the higher protein fat revamp tweak? No, I think people are getting it. Actually, I think that people are a lot more clear now than they were that than they have been. You know, um, I feel like it's it's self-explanatory. I think now week ten, I feel like we're really like perfecting it. You know, I think that there definitely was some confusion at the beginning of week nine. You know, and getting into it, but I think that now that we're here, I think that might have to do with the way that your body feels now that you're giving yourself all these, you know, proteins and fats that are like now playing into those hormones and yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. I think that it's, it, I don't see as much struggles with the actual tweak definitely this week, but that could be just because of the second, uh, the second round, you know? Yeah. Um, so on Sunday, we're posting the guidelines for personalizing the plan. I love personalizing the plan. Honestly, I'm, I'm actually can't wait. And you know, it's funny, this round is different for me because I, I actually love week nine and 10. They're my favorites. Yeah. And for some reason, it's not hitting me the same way this, this round than I did last time. So I think it's because I'm ready. Like, I think my body, because I've done it so many times, I think my body's just ready to get back into personalizing the plan, which I think works really, really well for me. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I think in general, it works really well for me. So I think that that's why my body's like ready. Like I, I find myself, you know, trying to go for off, like, you know, having my fruit in the afternoon or like craving certain things at different times, you know, like we'll talk about in personalizing the plan. Yes. You know, and I'm really noticing that. And I'm just like, huh, I can't wait to get there. And usually I'm like the first one slapping the nut butter on the banana, you know what I mean? But like right now I'm just kind of like, whoo, I'm not really into that. I, I think also, I think there also is something to be said about the season, right? Like yeah. this is totally different. Like me slapping nut butter. It's like, I almost don't need my body to work this hard anymore. Like I yeah. need that strawberry versus like, you know, something heavier, but that's true. But yeah, no, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for personalizing the plan. I hope that people are really open-minded to it and trust their themselves, trust what they've learned and, and get it done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm excited about that. What about back on track? How are people feeling about back on track? Back on track. I mean, I think it's self-explanatory as the basic food plan, right? Yes. So I think people really, like I said, I think people love back on track. I think that this came at the right time. Yeah. Um, back on track is something that you're going to be using, right? Like what, even in finally and forever, like, at, at, you know, even into, into, this is the whole point of like mindfulness as you move forward in your journey, right? Like back on track is really the ultimate tool. Yes. Right. Is really the ultimate tool to kind of reset your body and, and remind it where, where it's at, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, how I feel about it, I love it. I don't see anybody having any issue with it. I see more people saying thank you for it than I do seeing like any sort of like questions, like too many questions about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, when you reach your finally in forever, you're, you know, physically you've been done it in a way that's going to make it easier. And mentally you're going to have done it in a way it's going to make it easy to maintain, but we do give you techniques and tips and things for helping to manage. And it's not like it's a big job that you need to do, but you know, it's kind of a check yourself before you wreck yourself attitude. And if you do kind of wreck yourself, then we have, you know, you can implement back on track for a couple of days and just, I, I do suggest people go back and watch the original food plan video and just kind of refresh themselves on the rhyme and the reason behind it 
it, you know, um, and it does become, so it's your foundation of this whole process. And that's why it becomes very familiar to the body. It's, you know, the, you think back on track, your body responds back on track. It's really just helped the body when you go off the rails, kind of get right back on the rails again. I do find though, there is some confusion in people wanting to use it just because their weight is up or they had a few bites of bits or they didn't, weren't perfect. There is, where does she say in here? Wait, this is in her tips. I thought this was like, don't confuse consistency with perfection. Oh yeah. So good. Eh? So right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, you know, it's about showing up and doing your best and it's making as many choices as you can fall in line with your goals every day. But just because you had a few bites of bits or your lunch was off, like that's not a reason to do back on track. That's not a reason to go back. You know what I mean? Like we're talking, yeah, about, we're talking like, when you go off the rails, you're eating all the things you're eating cheesies for breakfast. Yes. You know, you've had, all you're your going food. on vacation and you're just eating all the things all the and not caring and just feeling bloated, but feeling great and doing the thing. And then you return back home and you start your back on track. And all it's doing is teaching your body again. Oh yeah, yeah. this is where I'm at. It's yeah. not the big garbage pail that you just treated me for a week. You know what I mean? It's now, oh yes, I remember, you know how to nourish it. And now it, it, it's, it's almost like a, like a retraining of the training wheels, right? Like it's so, yes. it's so wonderful in that way. Uh, yes. David uses it all the time, but he doesn't use it for his weight going up. He doesn't even really pay attention to the scale um, at this point um, now. I mean, it's been almost two years that he's been maintaining his weight very well, right? I love that. Um, but he does use back on track. He's like, he feels it like on the weekends when he's eating like crazy, you know, with the family and like celebratory weekends and all that stuff. I stayed on track, just throwing it out there this week, but David did not. And David this morning was like, or yesterday morning was like, back on track. <laughs> Pack me a proper lunch. Pack, I need to get this out. And honestly, today he's like, wow, I feel so much better. Yeah. One and a half days in, honestly, yeah. like it yeah. just, it just resets, you know, resets yeah. your digestion, just makes your body happy for five more minutes. And then he's going to go back and he's going to live his week normal. Like he's not going to sit there and do back on track for two weeks. No, you know, trying to get back to where he was. He's going to now feeling better today, finish off the day of back on track, maybe do one more depending on how he feels tomorrow. Yeah. And then after that, he's going to live his life, eat what he wants, like do, yes. do his thing, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When we say to you that there's nothing you can do in a weekend that can't be undone by getting back at it, or even a week, like it's not enough time for your body to take the foods that you're eating and turn it into, into fat. So you have time to help the body kind of process and digest the backlog of food. Chances are, if your weight is up, you're just bloated because your body, you have you know, foods in, it hasn't come out hard to digest food, salty food, not drinking enough water, like whatever that might be. So that's what back on track is for. It just kind of helps the body recover from that. When you add those days in, you know, whereas opposed to in the past, if you had an indulgence, you know, that rolled into Monday, good long weekend, well, fuck it. I'm going to start my diet next Monday. So then you'd, you'd be you'd dehydrated, craving carbs and sugar, feeling like shit anyway. So you might as well kind of just keep going. That happens to me on Sunday. So on Sunday, we had people over, we had a barbecue and I got into some bites of bits. I haven't really been indulging in a lot because I haven't been able to. And I was like, fuck it. And the next thing you know, I was like, had my, my, my belly was out to here. I needed to have a nap. And did, what did I do? I just kept eating, man. I'm like, well, I might as well have some Cheetos. I might as well down. Like, talk, <laughs> but who cares? I'll just grab a Tony, pass me another, uh, you know, whatever. Like, I know I, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, screw it. I'm already like so deep in at this point. And I was kind of having fun with it. And I haven't had an opportunity. I paid for it, man. I chipped my face off the next day. I had a, I still have a belly. 
Of course. From it. That's David. You're right there with David because he's feeling the same. He's like, please pack my lunch back on track. I'm like, okay, no problem. I got you. Yeah. And then, yeah, it just all comes out. But I mean, that's your body. That, like, that's, you yeah. have feeling like this now. That's your yeah. body being like, okay, let's get rid of it. Clean up crew, you know? Yes. Crew's coming. That's, that's it. That's exactly it. So, as before, that's what we would do. We would just build on how crappy we felt and say, screw it. We feel crappy anyway. Let's just keep it going. So, that's the thing. Like, you, you can't make, we can't gain. I've been desperately trying to gain weight back after being sick. Like, I, I'm eating all the things and eat, you can eat a million sandwiches. It ain't going to cause you to gain weight. Trust me. I've eaten so many turkey sandwiches because I, I have to put some food restrictions. So, I don't even know like how many turkey, Sonia, how many turkey sandwiches I've been eating? 88. Like 88. <laughs> <laughs> so many turkey sandwiches man i can't gain weight to save my life by eating sandwiches and so that's not it but yeah like it's like you you have to actually try hard to gain weight especially after you put your body through this kind of process your weight will fluctuate a lot but this gives you the opportunity that's where check yourself before you wreck yourself kind of comes in right check yourself you know do you be mindful do you want to indulge in this like be mindful about it that like you have people have the skills to be mindful now that's the whole point where you didn't yes. maybe when you started the program, I, I can't stand that about people, intuitive eaters who are like, oh, just, you know, think for a minute if you really want it. Well, if you don't have the skills and you're not in tune with your body, like, how are you going to know? Like, the, you, you, there's a whole, look at the work we've had to do systematically, such a process over time to become in tune to our bodies. It's work to be in tune to your body. It's not just as easy as saying that, but you guys will have the skills to do that. And then you'll have back on track to kind of the cleanup crew comes in. This is like, okay, I did a number on myself. I ate all the things. This is what I can do to help my body quickly get over those things which not only will bring your weight back down, but will also make you feel so much better. And just feel, and you, within, you can feel so off. Yes. Like this happens a lot at Christmas when we do the, when we do the fall group and then people are so nervous because we have a bit of a break after the fall group going into the January group and everyone's so nervous. And of course the holidays, it's hard not to overeat, you know, the stress, the, the drinks, all of that. And then people like after the holidays come back and then within a couple of days, they're like, oh my gosh, I feel like, I went from feeling, feeling so off and so bloated and so gross to, I'm like right back. I feel, I feel like brand new again. I'm right back at it. It's like, it's really like that quick. It's that quick. Like it just really helps the body get right back at it. And that's what it's there for. So beyond just how you lost your weight, you know, the tools like back on track, are they going to be there to help you? And you'll be surprised how often you won't need them or, you know, you can use them as often as you do need. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, David eats like he eats normal. Like, I mean, I make dinner and stuff, but he'll like, let's say I serve the kids some sort of like potato or something that I'm like, not, uh, you know, indulging in that day or whatever. He'll yeah. have that, or he'll have like dessert or he'll have ice cream with the kids or whatever, but it's not like every day, like how you described or how yeah. I would do it now that I'm like, kind of still in, you know, where I'm like, okay, one thing leads to an next. Okay. Well, if I'm already screwing it up with this, I might as well have those sour candies and this and that and that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he doesn't do that. He literally just has yeah. it when he wants it and he doesn't feel ways about it when he, when he overindulges for a long period of time, that's when he really needs to utilize that back on track. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, in the, in the meantime, he just eats, he's like, honestly, nobody would even have known that he like lost the weight, the way he yeah. eats. He just yeah. eats normal. It's just, yes. that's how it is. Once you that's change that point. And I think that that's the thing is that which we will talk about in the future, right? In the next couple of weeks, where we're going to talk about how you need to maintain, you know, yeah. your, your weight to, you know, change that set point. Yeah. But as long as you do do, if you do uh, change that set point, then you really shouldn't have any issues maintaining your weight no. uh, over some time. I think that that's the biggest mistake though, is not putting that time in, right? 
That is. And that's the thing about maintenance. Two reasons people gain weight back. Situational change and not adapting. It's not just situational change. It's not adapting to it and not putting time into maintenance. Like as though we all want to indulge and have the things. You really want to keep it minimal. You really want the body in a low stress, no stress way just to really adapt to your new weight. So your new weight becomes your new norm. So I would say after you did one program you and you reached your goal, you want I don't care whether it was five pounds or 50 pounds or whatever you lost. You want to put at least another two to three months in to maintaining your weight and being mindful, which we're going to talk about in personalizing the plan, which you're going to be able to just eat, eat in tune to your body's needs. And then after you put that three solid months in, that's when you can start like challenging your body and just, you know, going back to like enjoying the kinds of foods that you love and not have to, you know, be so mindful about it, right? You can just sort of eat more in tune to your body's needs, which you're going to do anyway. This is where you can have the pasta. You can have avocado yeah. toast every morning if you want. You're not going to gain yeah. weight because you're eating avocado toast. Is it still a great idea to start your day higher in protein? Absolutely. Absolutely. That'll never change because that's just a no one needs to be eating carbs when they wake up in the morning. They're already full of energy. Um, but you know, this is where you have a lot more. You just live a normal life. You live a normal life. But yeah. you, and, and another thing is, is like if you did one group, right? And this is what I love about Lori because we got to get her on here and start talking to her. Five, she's had plateaus that last longer than five weeks. Plateaus that last longer in five weeks, but that seems like, oh my God, so frustrating. But at the same time, that's solidifying the weight that you've lost. So if you do your first program and then you do your second program, by the time you're done your second program, you've already solidified the weight you've lost in the first. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, wait, anyway, we got to get her on. Let's get her on. Yeah. Um, tips yeah. for people this week. Tips for people this week. Just finish strong, please. Like, even if you're not where you want to be at or where you imagined yourself at, yeah. finish strong, give this to yourself, you know, because this end part, like I, I've done an, enough groups where I've really trialed an error. Like I really yeah. went hardcore first group, second group, I was better, you know, saw a lot more physical change. Third group, I kind of dropped the ball, this, that, you know what I mean? Like I've had my, I've had my moments. And, and one thing that I really learned over the, over the time is that really like, make sure that you finish strong, yeah. finish strong, wherever you're at, you've already built this amazing solid foundation finish the program strong. If you decide to move forward, if you decide to move forward in maintenance, if you want to do yeah. a group again, either way, finish strong, do the personalizing the plan, really finish strong, keep doing all the things and keep moving forward. You like keep going towards your goals, right? Yeah. That, and then again, so many, I'm trying to read like Lori, she had something in here about that as well. You know, each group with different journey, but each new lesson learned, pound lost, dress size down you know, bag of two, two big clothes donated moments of doubt, you know, life altering, life changing along the way, like just there's so much to be learned about it. And especially following through and finishing it just it's all about that belief. you have to believe I'm trying to read where she says like your mindset, you have to, you have to, this program is so much more than a number on the scale, it is truly about valuing your valuing yourself enough to commit to this level of self care to follow through and finish for yourself, you know, to learn how to feed and nurture your body and to literally drop the weight of your unhealthy coping or your beliefs or your habits, all of that, you know, all of that. Oh, so good. Those are great tips. So good. So good. Yeah. It's every time is going to be different, but this is all our journeys and we're all so different. Right. So yeah. And they're all perfect. Yeah. 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 Be happy. I was talking and to Lori earlier and I was saying, hi, how are Hello. you? Hello, how are you? I didn't get the blue memo. I'm sorry. That's I know, okay. that's all right. You look gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> Truly, my goodness. Um, I just we're so I just I just been just highlighting all your notes. I just you should have heard me talking to my team. I was reading over. I'm like, hey, listen to this, listen to this, listen. You are um, I mean, if you can lose weight, anyone can lose weight. 
like, do you know what I mean? Like you've had some real hardcore issues that you have worked through. Um, you know, I would imagine that there were probably had doctors in your life that told you it would be impossible for you to lose the weight or, you know, all these things like you are really a story in perseverance in why this is so much bigger than weight loss, like tangible proof beyond losing the weight while like what can truly be accomplished with this program, this process. Um, so first of all, thanks for, thanks for sharing your story. Um, and, you know, getting into it with us today. So welcome. Hello. Hello. First of all, hello. hello. Happy <laughs> to be here. Very excited to be here. I, I'm super excited too, if you can't tell. Um, I just love a good story and it just really resonated with me uh, on so many levels. Let's get right into it. So, so what's your story? Let's, let's get just, let's just start talking about it because I know it's going to hit on such a big level with people. So when, like, when did your, when does your story begin? Did you have weight issues when you're a kid? Like, what's your, what's your story? Uh, you know, I don't know that I ever define myself as a child or as a kid as overweight. I think I was definitely the shortest in the family. So I was built a little thicker, perhaps, but I don't know that I was ever someone who was overweight. How tall are I, you? Because looking in your photos, I thought you were super tall. No, I think I'm about the same size as you. I'm five, five. Oh, okay. So yeah. So okay, that's not yeah. what you got a really like gargantuan family or what's it? I small? really do. So both of my sisters are pretty close to five or to six foot. And oh, wow. um my parents were both quite tall. So yeah, I, I am absolutely the shortest in my immediate family, although I do have family members that are a little bit a little bit shorter. And okay. and you know what? We were always built to care we carried our weight, the side I take after, we carry our weight on our hips mm -hmm. and our butt. Okay. And so, you know, I always was that person that was a little bit more pear-shaped, but I was always curvy. You know, I had a waist. I um, really, again, I never really defined myself as, as overweight or, or anything like that. I think yep. the big shift for me and where things kind of got messy is when I was 15, um, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis mm -hmm. and it took a little bit of time for that to get diagnosed. So I was really, really sick. Um, I probably had dropped at that point in time, 30, 40 pounds at 15. Wow. Uh, so I was super thin and very sick. And I loved how my body looked. Mm. Oh, I that's a really messed up connection to oh. love how you look when you're being so sick. I just want to take a minute because it's, it's a perfect example. When I say to people like, there are people here who have hardcore digestive issues and really need to be mindful. And I'm sure are terrified of every move that they're making. And it's really hard to explain to those new members coming in, like how this process is going to be so great for them, whether it be, you know, digestive issues like, uh, you know, a colitis or, you know, um, you're a diabetic like, you know what, you know, you know what you're used to. And it's so hard to try to get people to trust what's going to happen on their program and plan. And so I, one of the reasons why I love your story, because for some people, it is no joke, like digestive issues will land you in the hospital and can make you quite sick. Okay. So I just didn't need to, I wanted to sort of give a background on that. No. And I think that that's really key, Gina, because I've actually had, since you spotlighted me as Louie Loser, and I've talked about my GI issues, the number of people in the group that have messaged me to say, hey, my, you know, my mom doesn't have a colon. She's really scared to do this. Do you think she can do the group? Or I have Crohn's and yeah. I can eat nuts and seeds or greens. So I, I think it is an important piece. Yeah. Um, and uh, you talk about those kinds of things landing you in the hospital. I spent from 23 until 26, basically in and out of the hospital on huge, huge doses of medication. Nice. So I would have a flare, lose tons of weight, get put on medication, gain it all back plus 
Yeah. And then do that. So I had probably a decade of really significant weight loss, weight gain, yo-yoing. And then at 26, they removed my colon. Yeah. Um, and said, you're cured, go live your life. Everything should be normal. Great. Enjoy. And that would be the beginning of, I think, my dieting journey because of the messaging I was being given, as you said, was go forth and eat like everyone else and you should be fine. But yeah. I'm, missing, I'm missing a major organ. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I really, from there, started to just consistently gain weight. Did, can we just roll it back a bit? Did you, did people com compliment you on, on how great you looked when you were sick and skinny? I remember when I was probably 16 or 17, wearing the smallest size jeans I've ever worn, walking down the mall and having some guy behind me singing the ZZ Top song, She's Got Legs. Yeah. And thinking, uh-huh. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I, I want this. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, just feeling so awful and really- well, I could barely keep my head up because I was anemic and, and food did not stay in my body for long. And so I just didn't, I didn't eat. So then after you, after you, so after you got your colon removed, they told you that, you know, you're okay. Now you can go live your life. You're going to, you know, be normal. Then that's when your weight issues started yeah. when you started feeling good and yeah, normal. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so I, you know, I don't think I ever ate really poorly, Yeah. Um, but I just started to live life again. And around that same time, because I've been sick for so long, I really, that's when I started working out. So I love exercise. I've been working out pretty consistently since I was 25. When I asked, what can I do to sort of manage my weight? I was told eat healthier and exercise. I think I, I really relate to your story, Gina. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'll keep doing that. Um, and so honestly, I think I tried all of the things I did Weight Watchers more times than I can count. I did Jenny Craig. Um, I had a nutritionist that had me on low FODMAP. So I think I was eating, you know, not well, no, not carrots, basically soft, mushy foods and all the, all the low FODMAP things. Yeah. I even actually participated in a research project run by our local university to look at the impacts on, um, I think, drinking milk and losing weight or it was something bizarre, but I thought, well, why not? I wanna try it. Yeah. And I would say with almost everything, I was really successful at first. I would lose my weight. I'd be feeling really good. Everyone would be cheering me on. And then it would be, well, it depended on the program, but the brakes would slam on. I would stop losing weight and I would actually then start gaining again. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it was exactly, again, what you've talked about, which is, well, you must be cheating. You're clearly not following the program. Yeah. People on our program don't gain weight. They just lose weight. So it must be something to do with you. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you talked about um, before I came on, Jane, the trust issues. And I think that's when I really started to hate and hate was exactly how I felt about my body. I resented it. I felt it was working. I, I literally was that person who said my body hates me. It's working against me. It doesn't matter what I do. It's never going to do what I want it to do. I had doctors say, well, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you. I, I don't even know what to suggest. This usually works for people. 
Um, so, so yeah. it was, it was a tough, it was a tough journey. I just, I didn't trust that my body would do what it was supposed to do. Yeah. And that makes so much sense to me because I even wrote here, trust issues. When I was reading, I was like, trust issues. And then you read, then you read, I literally flipped the page and you're like, I had to challenge my old diet narratives and habits and overcome past failures. So it's like, I know you and your story. And then I would see you like, and you're so giving and you're, you're so supportive and you, you're so sharing of, of your story and everything. And you're obviously right in your get, talk about get out of this, what you put into it. Mm-hmm. And I would read some of your posts. I would have to be, is that, is that Laurie Rowe? Is that Laurie Rowe? Like that can't be Laurie Rowe. Do we have an, and I would be like, do we have another Laurie Rowe? Like that can't be, what is she talking about? She's crushed this. She's doing amazing. Where are these trust issues and insecurities coming from? And I literally be like, I think I've even said to you, you got mm-hmm. this like you 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 and all you've got this but this this kind of understanding and digging deep and 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 having this kind of like this awareness that you're doing this or doing that is exactly why I remember saying that's exactly why you're doing amazing and I would be like what is with that man because I look at you I'm thinking you should have no trust issues like you're crushed it crushing it so this was like yeah this was like mm, yeah okay sorry I didn't mean to interrupt but no and I I I do this I, I think that that was a really big realization for me. I need the mental game in this whole process and the things you learn far for me has far outweighed the actual weight loss. As much as I love how much I've lost and how I look now and how I feel, yeah. it's that learning. So what I did is I shut myself off from my body. Yeah. Professionally, I am trained to observe and work and support others because I work in in mental health and so but personally that's also who I am I am an expert on other people Mm. I am not an expert on myself Mm. and I think the big piece with this program is it really forced me to pay attention which isn't easy no (laughs) I'm still learning I'm still getting there Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, and it brings up, it forces you to deal with big feels. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that has probably been my biggest learning. I, I mean, you talk about situational change or life slapping you in the face. You know, I, I reached that moment. I can still recall the day that I went into the gym and I sat down and I said, holy, well, holy bleep, I'm done. Mm. I don't think I need to lose any more weight. Mm. And I literally had to get up and go into the bathroom because I burst into tears. I've never, ever felt that in my life. Yeah. It was good. You're perfect the way you are. Yeah. Yeah, It was right at the end of the spring program. And I just thought, oh, wow, I'm there. And then reality hits and I realized, yeah, my body's there. My brain isn't. 
Yeah. I still have a lot of work to do. Yeah. Um, and so that's been my big focus for this group is really working on that awareness and mental game. And, and I think, and I, I've shared this with you, hearing your shares on the tea time have been so helpful for me. And then Gina with your lives to really say, okay, I, I know I've done a lot of groups and I probably could, you know, recite most things off the top of my head. Yeah but I've never gone back and really dug back into some of the stuff that I looked at before. And so I grabbed that self-sabotage post and I read every question and I wrote down and I realized things had really shifted and changed for me in terms of what were some of my fears and what were some of the things that were getting in the way and what was my why? And my why is really different than what it was in January of 2021. Wow. So it's, I mean, there's, uh, there's so many good stuff. I don't know where to start. Like let's, but let's start, let's start because we are coming to the end of the program. I know I want to get, you know, continue with your story, but I want to, so many people are, you know, they wonder what to do with maintenance and they just want to move on. And obviously I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, repeating the process. I've come to really realize that I used to tell people like, no, you just, you learned what you learned. Get out of here. Like I really I remember yeah, I've really come to learn um, the benefit in this. And can you just like explain that for people? Like for you, I know you touched on it, obviously that mental part, but like, you know, in doing it again, just like, what would you suggest? Why would you suggest doing, repeating the process again as a, as a, a way of maintaining and solidifying your weight? I think a couple of different reasons. I, I think you mentioned this. Every single group has been completely different for me. Mm. I have never I've never had a group that's followed the same pattern as the group before. Right. Um, I am a, a big upswing on the scale and a big dropper. I'm not a bit by bits mm -hmm. and I have really long plateaus. Like, I don't think my plateaus have ever been shorter than two weeks. Yep. And in one group, I was just over six weeks of nothing, no change on the scale, a few ups, but no drops. But what was happening? Let's talk about that. Now I'm not going to be all over the place because I think this is even more important of the conversation because like, what did you do? What was your mindset at? Did, were you, I mean, you had trust issues. So were you were just thinking this is it for me? Like, what was that like for you? Was your I, body, and then also did you reckon your body must've been changing like crazy. Did you, were you able to even recognize that? Did it matter? Or like, I got so many questions. Um, I, I think the one thing about me is that when I do something, I, I'm all in. I, I, I'm going to start from the beginning and I'm going to go to the end. And so I don't think I ever hit a place of, oh, I'm just going to give up mm. and do nothing. Yeah. Um, I think I was really fortunate in that once I did my first group, I think I told everybody who would listen to me about the group. And so I had people that had joined the group as well. So they were kind of we, we were cheering each other on and I think that kept me going, but I absolutely, during those stabilizing periods, I would put a piece of clothing on and go, oh, I can't wear that. That looks ridiculous. Like I, I could see the, the physical changes that were happening in my body. And again, I worked out, I've worked, I've never stopped my workouts. Yeah. So I was also seeing the differences at the gym and I had people commenting and saying, oh my gosh, you look so great. You're losing so much weight. I've had the people that said, oh, are you going to lose any more? Yeah. <laughs> getting really thin. Thinking, yeah, I think that's your issue. That's yeah, not mine. Totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. I love that. Yeah. And so I think those got me through, but 
I just, I heard what you said every day and I heard you say, this is normal. And for the first time in a long time, the things that were happening were exactly what you were saying were going to happen. So the experience, I guess for me, and here's my aha right now is I'm normal. I'm finally actually experiencing something that is normal and is what everybody else is experiencing and what is supposed to happen instead of the opposite. I was, I just called Anna after reading your story and I'm like, she's just dealt with a situation that's not normal. I, I, I said that to Anna, like, it's not, it's not normal to be, and I, I know it's such a weird word for me to choose to describe like what makes someone normal. I don't think anyone's, we're not the same. We're all different in yeah. so many different ways, but you know, you can, most people can assume that their body is going to function one way. And just like the norm. And for you, that wasn't the case for you. And, you know, that relationship with your body where I would just be almost be like, well, fuck, like, I'd be so angry. I'm like, why is it? Why? Like, come on. Like, it's not a lot to ask just to have your freaking body function normally and to be normal. So, uh, yeah. And I haven't been normal, normal for a long time, right? Like, I've literally lived longer without a colon than I lived with one. Yeah. And so there's nothing normal about not having your large intestine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there just isn't. Yeah. So I think, I think that I was used to being a bit different. Mm-hmm. What I love now, and I, I, again, I think I talked about it in my profile, the benefit of this program on my digestive health. Yeah. Let's talk about that. It is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was April of last year. So it would have been right at the end of the January 2021 group because we were in the midst of COVID and everything was shutting down. I had been, so I have a small bit of colon left and unfortunately the colitis came back in that small bit of colon. So I was having, you know, issues with low iron and bleeding and that kind of thing. Again, I was on horrible medications again, which was part of my five week plateau in the January group. The very first group that I did was because I was on antibiotics. And I knew that because you told me okay. if you're on antibiotics or you have inflammation, you might not see a change. Um, and so just with everything with COVID, literally my GI doc never followed up again until November. So from April until November of last year, I was not on any medications at all. I was just following the plan. I was eating this way. I went back, they redid a scope and she said, well, what medications are you on? Because whatever you're on are working is working amazing. And I said, nothing. I'm just kind of doing this really great. And they, the nurse had commented on my weight loss at that point. I said, I'm doing this really great program. And you know, my digestion's really good and I'm taking probiotics and, do, and she's like, just keep doing that. And oh. what did you say the name of that was again? Yeah, <laughs> I love and that. So, so again, for those that are worried or, or concerned with their GI issues, and um, I think Carmelina talked about this too, because she had colitis. Yes. Like literally just the program itself has got me off of the medication for my GI issues and has really healed the concerns that I was having. Yeah. You know, I still have to be aware. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suspect that there's something going on right now because this, this group has been a bit of a tough one for me. My scale is up a little bit. I haven't seen that lowest low again mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem to want to move. But I think my big learning is my body knows what to do. Yeah. So if it's not doing it while I'm on this program, it's doing something else. Yeah. Right. And I just have to trust that. What, um, cause I know people will ask about supplements that you took or been taking 
I think I take all of them. <laughs> I, I started, I was always, I always took iron. Yeah. Um, I was always taking probiotics because those were things that were recommended with my GI issues. Um, and I, and omega-3. So those were three things I was already taking. Um, I really, truly, I pretty much take everything now. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the pre and probiotic are super important for me just to yeah. keep maintaining that gut health. Yeah. And, uh, the omega-3 vitamin D, um, I was nervous as all get out about the calm mm-hmm. and I was nervous about MCT oil. Yeah. And so MCT is probably the last, the last thing that I've just added in is I added it in, I think last group. Um, and I, I've done okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I notice a little bit of a difference initially, and then it sort of settles out, yeah. but yeah, I think I, I'm pretty much doing all of the supplements because I don't absorb nutrients in the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the other thing I think that that is key with me with the nutrients is I go for powder or liquid every time everywhere that I can. If I can, I avoid any capsules or pills or especially anything enteric coated. Yeah. And then the other big thing is I, I drink and have to drink a tremendous amount of water mm. because I, your large intestine absorbs 25% of the water intake. And so not having that. I have to supplement that. So I do drink a lot of water. People joke when I come into work because I look like a pack horse. I've got my my gallon bottle and my two and a half liter bottle and I'm trucking upstairs and got my water for the day. People yeah. just look at me like I've lost my mind. But it, the difference is unbelievable. I did not realize how much I needed that water. Yeah. Well, I know I just remember having a conversation with Carmelina where like she couldn't even leave her house. You know, she couldn't leave her house. Like she can go anywhere, do anything, constant pain, bleeding all day. It was just not a life, you know? And that's the thing where you need to eat to survive. And there's food first. We use food. I always say this all the time for so many reasons. And then you're in a situation where food is causing you all sorts of pain and is not making you actually healthier. It's like having an opposite effect. That's what you're perceiving, right? Like it's not, uh, it's not, um, it's, it's hard to work through it and, and have a new relationship. So let's talk about your new relationship with food. I am so excited to go anywhere now and not have to say, oh, I'm sorry. Mm. I don't eat this. I can't eat that or sort of move it off my plate because I'm worried that I'm going to have digestive issues. Yeah. I am. There's really nothing off plan for me. I, I never did especially well with gluten. Yes. But I'm not a big fan of breads and pastas anyways. And so that's not a big loss for me. Um, I have no issue with the nuts. I love them a little, little too much, perhaps. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite snack of the day. Yes. Uh, but honestly, I use sprouted love on things. And okay. I just, I really have no issue with that. So it, it is an amazing relationship with food. I yeah. think for me, the most amazing thing is thinking, okay, I'm going to go and treat myself today. And I'll wander through the grocery store and be like, mm, yeah. yeah, you realize yeah. that. Well, I wrote, no, I, no, I don't really want that. I circled this. Um, I had a horrible relationship with food and had an endless list of things I could not eat. I turned to food thinking I was, I'm going to cry. I turned to food thinking I was craving something. I could never identify what that was when really I was trying to fill a void that had nothing to do with hunger or food. The struggle was endless and nothing was working for me. And that is, that continues to be a battle for me. Yeah. Um, 
food was not about nutrition. Food was not about feeding my body. Mm -hmm. um, it had the opposite effect, right? Too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of it that way, but I would, I would, and at times catch myself still use food because I'm lonely. Mm. So I'm, I'm single and now an empty nester and, you know, trying to manage all those pieces. Um, and coming out of COVID, you know, dating was probably not high on my priority, nor anyone else's. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, just really realizing or if I had a tough day at work and was feeling a bit, you know, upset or disconnected, food became my hug. Mm. And then with this program, what was interesting is, is that I would have the food I would have normally had to fill that void and did not feel good. Didn't do it, yeah. It didn't do it, but, it, but that was so key. For, it was so important for me to learn that. Right. Yeah, I just, yeah. I needed to know that that's not what was it about because it actually never filled need. Yeah. Right. I just felt sick the next day. Yeah. Did you um, feel that right away? Sorry, just out of curiosity. Did you feel that right away? First group you were like, oh, that's yeah, amazing. I think, I think because the first group, I still was battling a little bit with my illness um, and wasn't completely better. I, I still couldn't figure out what was my GI stuff and what was food reactions. Yeah. Um, but I'm so much more aware of, you know, Gina, you talk about, you'll get to that point where you don't have to ask those four questions anymore. Yeah. I don't have to ask four questions. Yeah. I can look, I can pack my lunch and look at it and go, Oh, <laughs> yeah. Lori, you're going to have leftover. There is no way you're eating that. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm way more aware. I just this last few months have been really stressful at work. Mm. And my biggest learning is when I get stressed, I shut off. Mm. I shut off from my emotions. I shut off from my mindfulness. And so I was all of a sudden not in tune and went, oh, wait a minute. That another key learn. That is something I need to pay attention to. Yeah is to yeah. be aware. People don't realize when you disconnect, um, you disconnect across the board, yeah. right? That's the thing that people don't realize. You can't just, I'm gonna disconnect myself from dating. It just, it disconnects you or we just disconnect myself from work. Disconnect is disconnect across the board, which includes disconnecting with yourself on so many basic levels. And I think a lot of people don't really realize that. No, they check. You can't just check out on one thing. It checks you out on all the things. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I think that was, that was a really key learning because I was having a struggle bus moment. I think I was driving it. Um, and, and I talked about, oh, my scale's up and it's not going down. And so I, here we go again, you know, I'm another diet or another program that I failed and my body's just going to gain it all back. Yeah. And I said, I'm so terrified of that. And you commented and you said, no, it's not possible. You're too, you're in tune. You have too much self-awareness to allow that to happen again. And I just went, yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause you've made real change. You, right? you, you've made change. You've busted through old habits and coping. You're talking here coping, right? You've, you've created new ways of coping and you're maybe not there yet perfectly. And you may get caught every now and then, you know, falling back on old habits, but and that's what, that's what makes this program so much more than just what you're eating or not. It's working through this kind of stuff. Make no mistake. That's what leads to being able to maintain your weight physically. Yeah. But mentally you got to have that mental piece. You just, you just do. 
And that's the key. You have to pay attention to those narratives that come up. You have to pay attention to that negative thinking, because if you don't challenge that and you don't change that, it, you're not, this isn't going to make the change that you need to make. So and good. it's it's been my biggest piece. I'm really challenging my negative narratives and I'm challenging my beliefs. Um, I am taking soaking in the people who say, I'm really proud of you, you look amazing. Even the comments, I think, on on my Libby Loser or the posts, just really absorbing that. I think I posted in my end of the day reflections yesterday, just the gratitude that I felt mm. for this community and the words that they shared, because that's just sitting deep with me. That's sitting deep inside. Yeah, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe, you know, and I'm going to relate it to dating. So I'm going to give you some dating advice. Oh, please do. I need, it. need it, but... Yeah, you know, and I remember this when I, you know, when I got divorced and I was dating and I just kept dating the same guy mm -hmm. over and over again. And sometimes I think he was different and he changed and it was a different guy, different package. And I, I would go for a little bit long and think this guy really is different. And I'd be like, no, he's the same. And that's where I was like, wait a minute, I need to just, it's me that needs to change. I need to take some time, work on myself. So what I'm attracting is really different. And that's where I met Tony. And I would never have been like the old me would not have gone for Tony at all. And what you're doing is you're changing your thoughts and your beliefs and the whole vibration that you're functioning on and the energy that you're putting out is so much more different. And this is the place you want to be when you're attracting the person that you want to be with. You know, I'm... <laughs> Why did the old, why would the old you not? I was waiting <laughs> for that question. It would have been, you would have been too nice for me. You would have been too, you know, I would have, was no, just not deserving of that nice kind guy. of love. You were the nice guy and the nice guy never would have flied for me. It would have just not yeah. been who I attract. Was... I had a great personality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but you know what I mean? And I do. And I, just, I just think that it's, you really are changing the, the, the work that you're doing to make changes is really changing you from like your whole soul and the energy that you're, you're putting out. And this is like, this is why that keeping your energy directed at yourself, it's mm -hmm. like in the working through the shit you need to work through. It's hard, man, but it's so yeah. worth it. It really is. So when you, when you do, and you are ready for, for dating, you're going to just, do you know what I mean? That's, that's going to be your moment. You want the person to see the new you, not, for not sure. the old you and you, all of that, you know? Although when I looked at my self-sabotage and my fears, I used to always say, well, when I met someone and they saw that I was a little heavier, they'd just be like, yeah, I'm not interested. I want someone thinner. I don't have that crutch now. Mm. Yeah. Right? And, what, kind of had yeah. and you want to chalk that, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. Now, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I, no, um, I think I talked about this, Gina, that, that this is all about self-care and you have to invest that time and you have to be willing to do it. I never did before. I never took time in my life to really say I'm worth mm. this. I'm worth this time, this attention, this thinking. And just knowing that is, is amazing. And I think I, I am signed up for the maintenance group. I'm terrified to stop doing the program, but and I am signed up for fall as well, but I, I know, I know that maintenance is just waiting there for me. And I'm so excited to, to be there and to, to really be celebrating my finally and forever. 
Yeah. Um, in a way that's, that's calm and in the way that you talk about, Yeah. That, you know, it's just living your life every day. That being said, my body loves this way of eating. Yeah. And so I can't actually see myself straying too far from that because yeah. it just, it really likes the more often meals a little bit smaller, really clean and healthy. So I, I suspect I'll stay pretty close to similar ways. A lot of people do. And that's the thing. Like we, we are phasing you off and eating more in tune to your needs, but don't be surprised if you find that the, what, the way you eat, eating is fitting your needs, but it's not in a robotic scheduled kind of way, you know, and there's just a lot more flexibility in that we got to get going, but I, I want you to share some tips. This really resonated with me. I just was talking to Anna. Don't confuse consistency with perfection. I'm going to use that. I, <laughs> I'm going to use that. You're going to hear me say that a million times. This really hit with me. Don't confuse consistency with perfection. Yeah, no, I think that's key. I think that, and, and even today you guys were talking about keeping it forward moving and not kind of looking back. And I think the one gift that I have is my ability to be really consistent. Mm -hmm. And so I actually can't ever recall a time when I thought, oh, I want to go back and do that week again. What I'd say instead is, okay, how can I do it better next time? Yeah, yeah. Right. And what do I need to remember for, you know, with this week or, or those sorts of things. And so I think that consistency is really key and you can't expect that everything's just going to happen overnight. You have to be patient. You know, I've been patient with my body for 40 years now yeah. to get to this place. So, um, you know, I think that patience is, is really key. It's just, I, I always use progress over perfection. So if you need to use, don't confuse consistently, we can trade. I about that at work. <laughs> I said to my team, we need to hire her for her motivational quotes. I mean, we need to, like, wait, this is so good. Like, look at that. It's so good. So we're on week 10 before we go. Um, advice for people for this week? Um, you know what? I think it, it really is kind of digging in and getting ready for, um, personalizing the plan. And I know that there's some people who don't quite know what that is, but I think it's, it is really about paying attention, paying attention to, okay, what do I feel like eating right now? When I'm asking those questions, um, what don't I feel like eating? So that was a big piece for me is really realizing that I could actually clue into, mm, I don't want that. Right. Yes. Um, I think for me, really focusing on that, that mental piece, that mental aspect and understanding so that when you go into personalizing the plan, you can't, you don't fall back into those, those traps of those negative dieting narratives mm. and the worry and the self-sabotage, right. Or the future yeah. tripping. Um, you know, I think a big piece for me is I've learned now to keep a notepad or my phone next to me when I'm listening to lives or listening to tea times, because there's always, there has never been one that hasn't had one little nugget that resonates yeah. with me. And I usually need to write it down because by the end, there's probably 20. Yeah. And I then yeah. need to go back. I mean, there's so many times in the last couple of days, Gina, I'm like, okay, Gina's talking to me today. Yeah. There's nobody else on this group. She's just <laughs> telling me what I need to hear. And so just being able to keep track of that, because I think life can get so busy. We just need to, to kind of pay attention to the things that resonate with us and say, okay, what does that mean for me? 
Yeah, I, I love that. And I, I mean, no doubt that people are feeling the exact same thing about this conversation today. Like there's going to be so many resonating aha moments. I hope you do, you know, go in and, uh, you know, see all the amazing comments of just like they're trickling in. Um, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. Um, honestly, such an honor. Like I said, I, I was just so inspired by reason. Like you are the reason why we do what we do. You know, every now and then I'll, I'll send a, you know, someone said something in the group there, they, 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 you know, their blood pressure's down, getting off. And I said it to Anna, it's never about how much weight they lost. It, it's never about how much weight they lost. I'm like, and Anna's always like this, man, this is why we do this like this, you know, and then it's just a perfect example of the, why the program is so life-changing in all the ways beyond the 60 pound weight loss, you know? So thank you so much for sharing your story um, and coming on. We really appreciate that. Thank you that. for having me. I, I, this program has been like truly life-changing for me. And um, I know I have a lot of cheerleaders on this spill the tea today and I have lots of people that have joined and love it just as much as I do. So thank you for, for creating this and, um, and for letting me share my story. I love that. We're going to give Anna the final word. Anna, uh, words of wisdom for a week time before we go. I just want to say thank you for sharing so openly. Lori, amazing, amazing. I have had goosebumps this whole entire time, but my... Um, my advice for week 10 is trust all the work that you've done so mm. far. Trust everything that you've done, all of that foundation you've built that you feel unsure about. Remember that you've done it all for a reason. Trust your body almost like muscle memory and let's finish strong and let's just get this done. That is my advice today. Woo! Some good advice, ladies. Amazing conversation. I love this so much. Honestly, thanks for coming on. Um, so good. I don't want it to end, but we got to go. Here's the awkward point where I try to get us out of here. So hang on, bear with me. All right, here we go. Everybody, one, two, three. Bye. Thank you so much, Lori. Thank you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com